Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, everyone. We are live on the Worst First Podcast. Thank you so much to everyone for subscribing and liking and all your you know, all your reviews and everything, and it's doing so well, and I'm so grateful for all of you because I had no purpose in life before this, and uh, we changed the intro music. It was really bad. What was the intro music? The intro music was like... It was bad. So and what is it now? Like, really bad. Now it's like... It's like Very similar. Bad, it's, so it's basically the same, but with like more drums and guitar. So we're hoping, I'm just trying to be cooler. It's not working. Well, you have to get like uncopyrighted music, right? Yeah, exactly. Or like it's have all, someone make something for you. Right. If it's for if it's free, it's for me. Uh-huh. So, but it's not free for everyone for else. Me. Also got to say, didn't realize this was taped. I would have put on a stitch of makeup. <gasps> Who cares? Okay. You're fabulous. You don't uh, need to wear makeup. I mean, I do. Come on. I have a high, but what did you think? this was I, a, a podcast podcast a oh just record audio medium that's the definition of podcast they record everything these days okay i don't record mine <laughs> uh, uh mine is a safe space where you can look as dumpy as you want dead dead wait what is your dog's we, name this is nina the wiener nina do you like wiener dogs i love dogs you do oh yeah the older i get the more i'm like they're god's gift and they're here to save us do you have a dog i do i have two what kinds um mutts Oh, really? Uh, oh, one was them? found on the street, oh, and then one person. I got from this place called Dogs Without Borders, which sounds like they're like going to Mexico <laughs> and rescuing dogs, but they're not. <laughs> I, Your dog is from Ecuador. You're yeah, like, yeah, he came here. He's had a long journey. That's what it sounds like, but no, I just rescued him from North Hollywood. <laughs> I love that. Well, Ecuador, North Hollywood, oh same thing. Goodness, it's the same so thing. Cute. Yeah, she's really nice. Hello. Um, Do you come over here? She'll come over. She'll try to make out with you. It's weird. She come. tries to hook up with everybody. She come, sees come, come. me do it, so she's like, oh, that's how my mom gets friends. She was like, and I I could do that too. I can kiss on everybody. Come here. Guys, you may know Nicole from, you've been on so many things. You've been in the comedy game for so long. You were on Nailed It. The, I'm sorry. Uh, I really love that your dog knocked she, over that bottle and then was scared. She absolutely did it. It was like, who? Who did it? I love dogs. They're so dumb. She'll come hang out with you. You're so cute. She will. She is really dumb, but she's good heart, like me. They all have <laughs> such good hearts. <gasps> we're you're both like dumb. really sweet, but you know. You can't like, say you're dumb. It's cute. You make it's too cute. much money to say you're dumb. Oh, thanks. I don't make that much money. Well, you My work. Makes you're always money. working. I am always working. And that means you make money and thank you're God. not dumb. Well, thank you. You're welcome. God, I need a parent like you're you. Well- <laughs> Can you beat my mom? Uh, it just gets really sure. weird. I'm all, can sure. you beat my mother? Well, my I, brought, mother the, was I brought the papers. Oh, my God. I already filed them. <laughs> and I have cookies in my bag for you. Imagine. <laughs> I love cookies. Oh, my God. You adopt me. I'm, like, older than you. You adopt me. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, so you know the whole premise of the podcast is sure talking don't. about. Oh, you don't? Okay. So worst first, you talk about some of the worst shit that's ever happened to oh. you. But, like, in funny a funny way. Yes. You know, we don't want to hear about, like. <laughs> Trauma. My grandma. <laughs> 
my grandma got run over by a fucking train and then her body splattered onto my outfit. And I kept the outfit just to remind me of those, tra- like, we don't want to hear that. Has anyone ever done that? You know, people have tried to take it to dark places oh. and then I just cut it off because, I mean, oh. I already have, like, depression and anxiety so mm-hmm. I can't handle the darkness. So Fair. I'm like, let's keep it light. Keep it light, keep like, it fresh, worst, keep it funky. Worst in a funny way. Like, oh, like, I'm sure you've been on bad dates because oh. you live in L.A. Yes. Of course. It's L.A. It's awful. Do you have a boyfriend? No. I've never had one. And okay. I, You've never had a boyfriend? No. Why? Oh, I don't know. You just If don't I one. knew, I'd probably have a boyfriend. How do you... Okay, first of all, guys, listen, I know there's some hot dudes listening to this podcast. If you got your shit together and you're a hot dude, you need to go follow Nicole yeah. on Instagram. Date me. Is it just Nicole Byard on It's Instagram? just Nicole Byard on Instagram on and Instagram. Twitter. Got on Twitter, everything. Go follow her. She's a sweet girl. She's funny. She's successful. She's never had a boyfriend. Be the first one, guys. Okay, we're all yeah. about breaking boundaries here. Step it the fuck up. Step it the fuck up. Okay, Step so have you gone on some bad dates? Yeah, I've been on so many bad dates. I went on a date with a man who smelled like a dirty dish rag. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh god, like moldy. Yeah, like you, a sp- like not even moldy. Like you have a sponge in An your sink sponge. for like a little too long. Yeah, and you're like, my hands smell a little weird, and you're like, what is that smell? Yeah. You're like, oh, it's from the sponge from washing dishes. That's what he smelled like. Ew. Yeah, and like I hugged him, and I was like, huh, that's funky. Oh, But then I was like, well, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe there was like a whiff in the air. I don't know. So then during the date, he was just like so boring, and I was like, oh, my God. And then we were supposed to go to a second location after dinner, and I was like, I can't go anywhere with this person. I'm already in too deep. He's yeah. very, very boring. So then I... <laughs> You're like, I have diarrhea. Well, no, I was like, um, I have a script due, and uh, it's due at Oh, you did a Hollywood move. Yeah. Uh, I have a script. I'm all, I shit myself, because <laughs> no one believes that I have a script. I'm just like, I fucking shit my pants. I gotta go. I poop myself. So I, I poop myself. Yeah. No, I was like, I'll fake a work emergency, because yeah. I was like, I don't think he knows that scripts aren't like due. Yeah, like he time. definitely doesn't know that. He smells like a dish towel. What does he yeah. do? He works at Arby's. I'm dead. Probably. What did I don't... he do? How did you meet this man? I met him on... Hinge or Tinder? Oh. I think it was Tinder. Really? Yeah. Um, Did he look cute? He was cute in his pictures, not as cute in person. Always the case. It truly happens. Always the case. So much. But then sometimes it's the other way where you're like, ugh, what a gross picture. I don't want to go out with you. And then someone's like, just do it. You're single and desperate. (laughs) And then you go out with them and you're like, oh, you're actually more attractive than I thought you were. And you're like, funny? Then you're like, I guess I'm in love. And then And then they don't like you and you're like apart. Oh. Yeah. And you're like, oh cool. Cool. So that's how it works. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Did you ever notice it's always the guys that you like don't like you back? And then yeah. the ones that you don't like yes. are obsessed. The ones I've never cared about one day in my life are like, come on, give me a chance. I'm like, I don't want to. They're like, we sent flowers to your house. They smell like dirty old towels, but <laughs> we sent them. We sent the flowers, please. Like, really? Yeah, I don't know why it's like that. It's How did you meet like, your husband? So I got so lucky because my husband, I'm like, fuck, I got married. But my husband is the one guy who I was, like, in love with, and mm-hmm. he actually loved me back. Aww. For, like, the first time in my life. That's Isn't nice. That crazy? I mean, oh, it is hard. It's hard to find people who speak your love languages right. or just like your fucking language in general. Yes. Uh, everyone, in, not everyone in LA, but a lot of people in LA have like, you know, their own shit that they're trying Always. to do. Always. So like, sometimes you don't know if it's like, do you actually like me? Or, or yeah, they have like multi-tier yeah. motives. And that's I'm also, you know, fat. So that's like another level of bullshit that people deal with. What do you mean? Do I want to date a fat woman in L.A.? Do I want to be seen with a fat woman? Ugh. I feel like people have kind of evolved. No. No? No. People are Do you remember that man who loved his curvy wife and that was revolutionary and she wasn't even fat? That's what I mean. Where was that? Oh, you didn't see that? No. It was on Instagram. She's curvy. She's 125. Well, she was like a size 12. And this man wrote this long thing where he was like, I love my curvy wife. People used to make fun of me because I like a woman with a little bit of meat on her butt. You have got to see this. I have to see it. He made a music video about loving curvy women. And the lyrics are so funny. She's like a size (laughs) 5. She's truly like a 10. She doesn't look bad. She looks regular. She looks fine. And then he's. He's like, I love cellulite. I love lumps and bumps. And it's just like, just the fact. And then, like, people were like, You're not crying. I'm crying. This is so sweet. And, like, and then like, people started trolling him. Yeah, but I yeah. was just like, Yeah, if this is like 
the this man has to come out because he likes a woman who's over a size That's 10 so sad. who's not technically like she's not shaped like a snowman she's just like a little bigger uh i was like if this is revolutionary then like i'm maybe out of luck here in la oh my god i didn't hear about that oh you By gotta way, see it it's so funny marilyn monroe was a size 12 um, sizes are adjusted. She was like a size six oh, or an eight because they were they well, different like, changed yeah. over time. Okay. So like a like a vintage size sixteen pant is like a size eight. So really? like yeah. Oh shit. So people were sizes have inflated mm-hmm. as well as the economy. Yeah, everything's inflated. But it's like um, a nice thing that people try to say. They're like Marilyn Monroe is size fourteen, and it's like, well, look at Marilyn Monroe. You can look at her and know that she wasn't. But you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what's so sad is that. Uh, is that like this is our shell mm-hmm. that's like the sad part is that yeah. people don't realize like yeah this is all fun and stuff but i've gone out with guys who were really hot mm-hmm. and then they ended up treating me like shit and they were the ugliest guys because yeah. of that like i couldn't like deal with someone like that you know what mm-hmm. i mean like I, and that's the thing is like and then i went out with a guy who had a fucking giant beard and was heavy mm-hmm. and not attractive people were like what are you doing mm-hmm. but he was like i was so in love with him you know what i mean like, it is it's like, it's, it's, interesting you just have to like the thing is people are just too judgmental about everything yeah honestly like that's the sad part and it's kind of so i used to be a nanny so uh-huh. this kid i had was like so amazing and yeah. so fun and yeah. so well behaved until he went to school uh-huh. and then he would like go to like this daycare preschool or like pre-K thing and come home and like push me and I'd be like, why are you doing that? And he's like, Lincoln does it. And I was like, Lincoln, he's a shithead. You don't have to act like Lincoln. You don't have to do what Lincoln does. And then I was like, oh, so that's where it fucking starts. You know how like kids will be like, I'm gonna wear cowboy boots, a fucking cape and a fedora. And you're like, whatever rocks your boat, my friend. And then they go to school and they get made fun of and then they start acclimating to how their other little friends dress. Yeah, and then they're like, fuck, I'm wearing Pendleton for the rest of my life. Like, this was a nightmare. such a fucking bummer. It's a big bummer. People try to put you in little little boxes. boxes. They try to do that and it's like really fucked up. Mm -hmm. It's not cool. And you know, I think that's just a, a thing of maturity. I think as you mature and get older, you realize, like, people give me shit. They're like, oh, your husband's old or whatever. My husband's 56. Mm-hmm. And How old like, are you, man? I'm 32. Okay. And you know what? I don't fucking give a shit because love is love. I don't care. I wouldn't care if my husband was fucking 78. Like, really? I don't give a Girl, I went out with a, uh, like, 69-year-old guy. Wow. What, by the way, he when I was single, he was amazing. Uh-huh. He was like a hairdresser who owned like 30 salons in LA. Okay. He was fucking Rico Suave. Like, was very it Chaz? Cool. Was it Chaz? No, it wasn't Chaz Dean. <laughs> dead, dead. Like, I went out with Chaz Dean and it was the best blowouts of my life. Like, who doesn't want good blowouts the rest of their life? Um, wasn't him. Oh, dang. But he was amazing. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, people think hairdressers like, oh, whatever, effeminate, whatever. But he was like very cool. And he reminded me of a Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is awesome. Very my vibe. So like me, I'm like, you know, I'm about the love. You know, you find mm-hmm. someone that you mesh with and that's it. And hopefully they mesh with you back. You Isn't know? it so wild that you're like, oh, he's a hairdresser. And people are like, that's effeminate. And it's like, I know. Okay, so what if it is? Yeah. Men can be soft. Yeah. Men can be effeminate. And still like be women, yeah, yeah, and still be a man. Yeah. It doesn't take away from his masculinity because he does something that might skew more female. I know. It's, Guys, were, people it's are so exhausting. It's, exhausting. it's so exhausting it being exhausting, like yeah. anyone can fucking do anything they want. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I know it's so funny because I'm I, when I was going out with him. My girlfriends kept saying, is he gay? I was like, why? Because he fucking does hair? Mm-hmm. No, he's not gay. He fucking is awesome. Mm-hmm. And like, it was crazy anyway. But it was he had baby drama mama. So that's why that didn't end ah. up working out. But, you know, like, it's just, it doesn't, like, I just am, like, I'm the happiest I've been in a mm-hmm. relationship in my entire life. That's wonderful. Which is like, I'm so happy. And Where did you get married? Happen. We got married at our house. Oh. We were going to get married in Mexico, but then here's another thing is like, I'm just like, it was like literally the cost kept going up. It was like three days mm-hmm. and it was like over $100,000. <gasps> My God. And I was like, who am I doing this for? I mean, when you throw a wedding, it truly is not for you because the bride gets so stressed out that I'm like, no. that can't possibly be like good, Fun. No. good and like happy. No. It's for your guests who like also don't want to be spending the money. To travel, to yeah. see you. So it's kind of like, and then they're like, oh, I got to get a dress for her. 
Britney's wedding. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost me $133. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you got to buy everybody dinner. And some people are vegan. And some people are <laughs> gluten-free. And, like, you got to, like, specify uh-huh. everything. And it's stressful. It's very stressful. And so I just got to the point where, you know, we looked at each other. It was his th- fourth wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know what? Do you really want? I was like, no. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. I don't at all. Like, I'd rather us take that money and fucking redo the kitchen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take the money and do something cool. Better. Travel. Uh-huh. Do something fun. Like, super young couples, I'm like, take the money and, like, put a down payment on a house. Like, why do Or, like, go to Europe or right? something. Why do you, like, uh, even the people that don't have money, they go into the, debt. Yes, to have a wedding. To have a fucking it's wedding. It's because you're told that these are the things that are expected of you, and then your family gets mad if you don't fucking do it. And then it's like, why? Why did we set up these insane things for us all to do? Yeah, guys, honestly, just just have something cute with yeah. you and your husband, because that's all it's about. Maybe invite some close friends and family members mm-hmm. and call it a day. Don't waste it having a fucking you know, 300-person wedding. It's stressful. Mm-hmm. Unless it's you fun. have the money. And you yeah. have a wedding planner and you don't do a thing. And you have that Xanax. The, yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> you the have a only way. Yeah, Just yeah. a lot of Xanax and Zellwop. Ambient for the nighttime. Right. Uh, then, you know, some uppers <laughs> for the ceremony. Uh, a little, little toot to coke during, uh, during the, the vows. No, yeah, uh, you've got a good pharmaceutical connection. Yeah, but and go money. ahead and yeah, do a wedding. I'm so dead. I love it. So you're just, you're you're single Mm-hmm. You've never had a boyfriend. Mm-mm. You want one, no? Or you're just kind of living your life? Uh, doing your thing. I go in and out of wanting one yeah. and then just like living my life. Truly, yeah. if you listen, like, I have a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me where I interview people and okay. ask them why they won't date me. Uh, Guys, go to <laughs> Nicole's, uh, go to iTunes right now and subscribe yeah, to yeah, Why yeah. Won't You Date Me, Nicole's podcast. That sounds awesome. I need Thanks. to listen to that. Yes, you have to come on. So It'll you be have fun. people on it and ask them why they won't date you? Mm-hmm. Do they hurt ever? Um... One person hurt my feelings, but then he later was like, I don't think we should air it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, ew. Do we want to call him out? Do we want to no. shame him right now? We, we no, totally it's can. fine. Okay. Um, he just said he didn't think I respected myself. And I was like, oh, okay. That's that. Uh, and it was after he was like, Ugh. and I was like, say whatever you want. You cannot hurt my feelings. And then he was like, I challenge accepted. <laughs> and then you're like, ow. And I was like, okay. You have to shoot me my fucking heart at fucking close range. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Fuck, I wasn't yep. expecting that. He said it and I was like, Okay. That's the, wow. Your head just fell off. Kind of. And then he was like, oh, so I did hurt your feelings. And I'm like, no, you did No, my head just falls off sometimes, okay, (laughs) jerk? Yeah. uh, That's like the one time where I was like, ooh, that hurt. That stung. Yeah. But everything else is like, no one's telling me anything I don't know. Okay. I feel like comedians have walls up. Uh, Always. We're all fucking damaged yeah. and affected and yeah. fucked up. I won't say all, but most of us. I, I haven't mean, met one that isn't. Let's put it that way. And there is something inherently insane about being like, I haven't spoke to anybody today, but I will get up on a stage with people in the dark and I'm going to tell them all of my thoughts and they're going to go, ha, 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 ha. They're going to make noise at me. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. go home and feel good about that noise. Or it's going to go bad. They're not going to make the noise at me. Then I'm going to drink until I don't feel pain anymore. And then I'll wake up and not feel good and do the whole thing all over again. Like, you have to be a little fucking... It fucks you up. ...batty to do comedy. When you eat shit and then mm-hmm. you have to... You think you're going to eat shit forever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I just ate shit. It's over for me. Mm-hmm. Career's over. Better Might as well throw in the towel. <laughs> and then you go in and do it again. Then you do well. And then you're on yeah. a high. And then you're on a high. And mm-hmm. then you eat shit. And then it's like... Mm-hmm. It's, like it's really traumatic. Yeah, it's a lot of ups and downs. And some comics don't have those downs. They just like really just ride a wave to the top. Because they just do the same set that they've been doing for 15 years that they know works. Mm -hmm. And they'll fucking throw a couple jokes in there Mm -hmm. that are new. Isn't that so funny? It is interesting. That's like a road dog thing. Like people who are on the road will do, Mm -hmm. like before YouTube and shit. So if you talk to like old, old, old road dogs who are like in their 60s and been touring for like 40 years, they've been telling the same jokes for like 30 years. Ever. And no one knows because it's not aired. It's not aired anywhere. It's not on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, like astounded by how yeah. they'll be like, this used to kill. And you're like, yeah, literally 40 years ago. In 1956, you, you I'm sure. Write something else. It's kind of crazy. It's wild. It's kind of crazy. I mean, I remember, and I had no idea. I remember the first time I saw stand up when I was like probably 16, and I went to the comedy store and I loved it. And then I went again the next night and mm. it was the same comics. Uh-huh. And it was the same jokes. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? 
you're like I thought that a little a, hoodwinked. You're like, I wait, was like, what? wait, I thought they went up on stage and everything was uh, improv. Uh-huh. I thought the whole thing wasn't planned. That's the magic of stand up or scripted. I thought, oh, they just get up there and they make this no. laugh. And so I went again the next night because I was like, oh, I want to see it uh-huh. again. I want to feel that joy again. Mm-hmm. And then it was this, almost the same lineup, and they told the exact same jokes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, I've heard these already. Uh-huh. Oh, I want my money back. Oh, I've, what the fuck? I didn't plan for this. Yeah. yeah and it's so funny because like you have to do that. Like you yeah. have to tell the same jokes yeah. for a while till you figure it out. Yeah. But like, I can't tell. I mean, there's some jokes I've been telling for years. Right, right, right. But um, I also try to like push yeah. myself. So like yeah. I was just in Montreal and I did four hour long shows. So the second show, I was like, okay, so like I have. Wow, you did my... a full hour? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. When's your Netflix special coming out? I don't know. Soon. Don't worry. Hey, Netflix, uh, get your shit together. Well, I do have a special on Netflix. Oh, you, you will. It's, well, you uh, are, it's okay. a half hour. Okay, okay. It's uh, and Comedians of the World. Make sure you're in the US side. Yeah. And it's the third episode. There you go, guys. It's Comedians a little hard to find, but okay, great. if you search, you'll find it. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully, I mean, it would be really lovely. That came out in 2019 to have like an hour come out in 2021. So I've right. been like trying to build that. Uh, and it's hard. It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. But after you do it like twice and you're like, mm, let me throw some other stuff in. How did Montreal go? <clears throat> uh, it was fun. It was good. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So have you been? No, I've been invited, but I didn't go. Oh. I have too much anxiety. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. Then you would really hate it. It's I would hate really it. overwhelming. I like being in my little podcast room like, no one can hurt me here. <laughs> well, it's okay. anyone you've ever met in the industry on the same plane as you. Oh, great. You fly in, you land, and then you take this bus with a bunch of comics that you know or like executives. Then you get to the hotel and then your week starts where you have to do like press, podcasts, uh, panels in the morning and afternoon and then you do your shows at night and then there's parties at night and then you stay up to like three in the morning and then you have to like get up hung over and be like come to my show yeah. you it's guys want to see me you throw yeah. up in your mouth <laughs> you just throw up on stage mm-hmm. <laughs> there was one show where I got on stage and I was like we gotta take this slow I'm still hung over from yesterday oh my god did you ever throw up on stage or anything no, no. did you ever have a really bad experience on stage um Okay, Let's calm see. down. Oh, you're just shaking out. Yeah. Come here. People are going to love this, me going <laughs> into the microphone. Very ASMR. I always forget to not do shit like that. It's um, okay, let's we see. Don't Bad experiences on stage. Uh, I was at the stand in New York, which is no more. Or maybe they moved to Union Square. I don't remember. But uh, I was on stage and I said something about being single. And this man stood up in the front and started walking towards me. And I was like, I don't. What are you doing? Can you sit down? And then he's like, "Well, I want to hug you." And I was like, "I don't want you to hug me." And then he fully got on stage and hugged me and During uh, your show? During my show, during my set and security did nothing. And there's security at shows and I'm I'm convinced if someone wants to murder me, they, they can do it. Because what's a security at a comic club look like? It's like I mean, usually fucking, it's like a big dude. Is it a big dude? They're slow. I feel like the ones at the comedy store, are like the guy, like <laughs> well, Billy, who just started comics. working there, he's seventeen. He's all, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll bounce him. I'll bounce him out the door. His muscles are like smaller mm-hmm. than mine. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they could do it. So anything. what happened? A, they let this guy get up yeah. on stage and he and then him. everyone was like, "That was wild, wasn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was. It was really. I really hated it." Um, nice boundaries, buddy. Yeah, men don't understand boundaries. Yeah. Sometimes women don't either. Ugh, yeah. People don't. Um, and then there was a time I used to do political stuff like right oh. after Trump was elected. Uh-huh. It was just like, well, you kind of have to. You kind of have to talk about it. Everyone's thinking about it. Right. Right. Um, but I learned that that's really divisive. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can't just go who voted for him. Statistically, someone in this room did. And yeah. like statistically, someone did. And they love him. And they love and him. And that's their own choice. Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, he's not my favorite person. He's not my cup of tea. I think he's very bad. That's right. my hot take. Uh, but if you like him and you voted for him, you're well within your right to have that opinion. Uh, who am I to get on a stage and preach at you? Uh-huh. So, And then someone got up and got mad or something? Well, I was telling jokes. It's really just about how he's ugly. Like, right, right. Not about his politics, just right. about he's like literally the ugliest person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um one of my favorite jokes that I used to tell was his second chin looks like a healthy vagina. Oh uh, my God. So those are the types of the jokes I would Damn. tell about him. <laughs> uh, and after one joke, this woman, or no, this table of like five white people in Ohio stood up. And With started, pitchforks. 
more or less with their like dinner fucking forks because it was a comedy club and started chanting Trump at me. And they're like, you're not a real fucking comedian. Get the fuck off the stage, you fucking bitch. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, let me. And then I, in the moment, well, in the moment, I was like, I fucking love that words made you so upset. Uh I feel powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, kept doing the show, then got off the stage, and then I was with my friend Mateo, who had been called, he's gay, they called him an F word several times while we were there. Where was this? This was in Ohio. Like, people don't understand. Like, when we, when people say we live in a liberal bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, Nina's hair just went fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Sorry, like my dog. she's my like a dog little golden retriever. So okay. much hair. Sorry, um, people don't understand that. Like, go ten miles out of LA and you'll hit Trump yeah. country. <laughs> go ten miles out of any town and you hit a lot of people who feel emboldened with their racism right now. Yeah. And we were like walking back to the car, and me and Mateo were like, "Fuck, we have to like be careful here." Yeah, like yeah. you were screamed at. I've been called slurs. Like we can't really. So like I don't really go out in anywhere like right. when i tour i do not go out right i'm not it's trying scary. to die in a tiny town right right no i'll die right. in la okay? she died in a dildo missouri <laughs> like you're all like what is that town called dildo like at least it's cool that it's called dildo i would die in dildo missouri <laughs> i absolutely <laughs> would there is a place called dildo i heard it on really? the news last night i was falling asleep my husband was watching the news and it was like i don't know where it is it's dildo something they have dildo <laughs> they have like a dildo state fair and they're like oh everybody comes down to dildo See, we have I a dildo fair love that i'll live in that tiny right town. right i want to like have you ever seen to wong fu no oh my god so it's wesley snipes uh-huh. patrick swayze and john leguizamo in drag and they take a road trip they break down this tiny town and then they make the tiny town like really colorful and fun and i was like i'll live in a tiny town after drag queens come through right and like make everyone accepting and happy and fabulous <laughs> and just rainbows and unicorns uh-huh. everywhere no bad shit <laughs> Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with Miss Nicole Byer on Worst Firsts. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, everybody, we are back with Nicole Byer. Hopefully during that break, you guys went onto iTunes and subscribed to her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Why Won't You Date Me? Why Won't You and Date Me? And then I me? have Best Friends, which is my podcast about friendship. God, you have <laughs> fucking, you're like, and then I have another podcast four. about feelings. I have uh, four. Do you have four? Yeah. So you have four podcasts? Why Won't You Date Me, which is like my main podcast where I'm alone. And then I have uh, Best Friends with Sashu Zameda, where we sometimes interview a Is that set. your best friend? She's my best oh, friend. Oh, that's so cool. 
Well, I only know her through uh, my friend. Do you know Sydney Castillo? He's always like talking about her. Yes, I know kind that of. name. He's a stand up. Mm-hmm. He's like not huge, but he's great. No, no, I know yeah, that yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, awesome. she's my my dear dear friend. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And we just talk about friendship, and then sometimes Aww. have like a set of best friends on. And then we Love separate it. them and quiz them on each other. <laughs> Dead. They get it all wrong. They're like, fuck oh, you. No, you break up friendships on the podcast. friendship. Uh, you guys then... aren't real best friends, by the way. Uh, get off my podcast. I love it. Yeah. Then I have a 90 Day Fiance recap podcast because it is the funniest show on show television. Do you watch it? I've watched one and I was like, it gave me like, I couldn't you handle gotta it. got to get back in. It's intense. There's a woman who lives in like Alabama. And then she's marrying this man from Nigeria. She's vaguely racist. And she's like looking for a wedding venue and like literally goes to a place called like Cotton Dreams. And I was like, you can't bring this man over from Africa and make him get married at a place called Cotton Dreams. Are you fucking serious? It's so serious? funny. I feel like the producers, every time something happens, they just high five and they're like, we didn't have to do a fucking thing. These people did it themselves. They did yeah, it. Yeah, they're yeah. all fucking wild. I love it. And it's all for like green cards and shit, right? Yeah, like, it's so like it's so like getting a, a K-90 visa so they can stay in the country. Honestly, okay. it's like anti-immigration propaganda. Wow. <laughs> because a lot, like, then you get to watch these women or like these men like hang the green card over their head. They're like, I'll deport you. And you're like, oh my God. Yikes. It is wild. And I've never loved a show more. He's like, Yolanda, you didn't suck my dick like uh-huh. you said you would. I'm so fucking I'm sending you back right? to Portugal. That's fucked it's up. wild. Uh, but that's on Patreon. Uh, it's $5 a month. It's me and my friend just like chit-chatting about 90 Day Fiance. Girl, you got it going on. I'm like, I have one podcast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> barely keep my life together. Well, like, I literally have nothing else. If I'm not me. working, I don't know. What I'm, to do with your Yeah, I, okay. I'm very bad at not working. What part of town do you live in? I live in uh, the east side of L.A. Oh, okay. East I LA. don't like to tell people where I live. You don't like to tell people where you live. Okay, good. That's Do okay. you tell people I where you live? I live in Calabasas. It's very vague. Yes. Like, I just say the general area. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't give my address or anything. Well, I don't even like saying the area because I don't know. Do you have stalkers? <laughs> I'm dead. Well, people like to yell at me on the street. So if I tell them where I'm at a lot, more people might yell at me. They yell at you on the street? So the show I host on Nail uh, on Netflix is called Nailed It. I know, yeah. And people will scream, Nailed it at me. Nailed it! You're and it's... It's a little jarring. That is jarring. Uh, and then when we film it, I hear it so much with the contestants. And then when people yell at it, it's like, it's, it, it's You're like, like, I get it. I fucking nailed it. I like, get it. I yeah. never understood the word triggered until I got yeah. that job. Yeah, no. But truly when like people just say it, because it's part of the lexicon. Right. So like people say it and I'm like, mm. You're all, mm. just trying to go for a okay. walk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Your dog's trying to shit. You're, they're all nailed it. Your dog's, uh, uh-huh. the shit goes back in its ass. Yes. God, I'm like, I just damn it. need him to shit. I just want my dog to take a shit. God damn it. Okay, really quick. Sidetrack. Yes. Do you remember when I auditioned for your Facebook show? Yes. Was I good? Yes. Was I? Yes. Are you being honest? Yes. Don't lie to me on my podcast. No. <laughs> Tell my you followers were. I suck. Was I good? Um, the person who got it was... A woman of color. Oh, okay. Yes. So don't be offended that I didn't get it. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I wanted real feedback, because I know you would give it to me, because you're a very real person. Yeah, I thought you were very good. You okay. did have a little bit of manic energy when you first came in. That's me. I have, I'm manic. I have manicness. Oh. Yeah. Are I'm you bipolar? Not bipolar. I have a, a panic disorder. So I have like ah. a very high anxiety person. Mm-hmm. I'm like a, a hummingbird. Okay. <laughs> yes. You know, I have <laughs> like I get well, it. I have ADD. Oh, OK. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. So like ADD, anxiety, yes, depression, like bipolar sisters. are all. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. family. Yeah. They really love to like, yeah. you know, dip their hands into different yes. things in your brain. So I'm manic sometimes. And then I get into like little states of depression. But then bipolar medication doesn't help me. Right. But ADD medicine helps, helps me. Helps you. And that's been like a fucking journey. Saving, well, girl, tell, tell me about it. My God. I, I'm like this 24-7. Mm-hmm. People think like, oh, like she's just on. Mm-hmm. No, that's me all the time. My husband's exhausted. He's like, <sighs> bitch is the fucking. And then it's weird because I'll uh-huh. go to sleep at night. And I'll be... I did a. Like, I pass out. I did this like thing. It was an interview and there was kids there because it was for Nailed It. Yeah. Because kids love it. It's fucking weird. Yeah. And this little girl goes, I have a question. <laughs> and they're like, all right, what's your question? She was like, how do you have so much energy? <laughs> I was like, I know. well, um, that's just who I am and it's exhausting. Yeah. I don't, 
Like I'm pretty subdued today because I'm on my period. Good for you. I love getting my period. Do Get all you? the bad shit out. Yeah. I really hate it. I mean, I hate it in terms of pain, but I love it in terms of like release. Because mm-hmm. I get mellow like you actually when I'm mm-hmm. on period, but mellow for me is like just like a, like a <laughs> low buzzing sound as opposed to a high buzzing uh-huh. constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it really like drains me. It yeah, takes it, it sucks. right well, out of me. Thanks for coming here today. No, no, it's that, truly me, fine. I, I get it. It's, I very rarely will I cancel something for it. Cause, do you have endometriosis or anything like that? I, don't I do. I think it so. Yeah. But I just, for the first like four days, it's like rough. Oh, yeah. It is a it's rough. Bad. Yeah. And then people don't like, so, okay, I got my period at like a premiere. I went to the premiere of The Kitchen oh on Monday. Oh, my God. And I was like, am I having cramps because I masturbated too hard last <laughs> night? Or is it my period? I should go check. Dead. So I went to the bathroom. I was like, it's my period. And then I was like, does this establishment just have like emergency pads or tampons? They're like, <laughs> no. What? No place has it. Like very ri- Like, you know how you see it in the bathroom yeah, and you're like, oh, that's machine. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a machine. There wasn't anything. This is the fucking Hollywood fucking Chinese theater. Like, on the heart of Hollywood. I was like, you don't have anything? They're like, Atri- real actresses don't get their period. I mean, They're kind of. They're so many drugs and <laughs> B12 shots. Yeah, yeah. But I just Insane. had to, like, stand in the front of the bathroom. Kind of like how those people on Hollywood Boulevard are like, picture with Spider-Man. I'm like, tampon to plug me up. <laughs> And I was like, when does it end? <laughs> like, I will pay you for a pad. I will pay <laughs> Truly. you Truly. Yeah. I was like, I'll give you like $10 if someone just gives me a fucking tampon so I don't bleed all over Did myself. Did someone have? Yes, luckily. Thanks. And then this other woman was like, women be saving each other. I was like, the world should fucking have our back. I Like know. a restroom has toilet paper because you have to fucking wipe your ass. Right. Sometimes a woman bleeds. So why isn't it just there? I didn't know they didn't have those in every restroom. No. I guess I kind of gotten oblivious no. to it. Yeah. And then most women always just have have something but Always, i changed but purses yeah, but yeah yeah fuck and your clutch you're like the the pad would fill up the clutch yeah like, there, like, yeah, i wouldn't fit anything in there so like, i don't plus. have any identification but i do have a tampon yeah you hand out the pad <laughs> right here. Here, okay? here is a panty liner okay <laughs> i mean ugh. That's stressful. It's very stressful. It's stressful being a girl. It is. And Guys I once bled all over a seat of a tender greens. Oh, and I no. didn't tell a soul because I was so embarrassed. No. Now I would tell. I would just be like, yeah. I bled. I'm really yeah. sorry. It's nature. But it like, happens. I got up and I was like, oh my God. I was like, we have to go to my roommate. And then we got to the car and I just randomly had garbage bags in my trunk from when we moved. Wow. And I was like, don't laugh. I have to sit on this garbage bag. So I don't get period all over my seat. Aww. And then he laughed the whole way home. He was like, ha, 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 ha. You're like, I'm glad you think it's Uh-huh. Really I was like, yeah. so such a blessing that your dick doesn't bleed once a month. Yeah, you know? guys would lose their shit. Oh, they would lose their minds. Like, uh, my friend read an article that said that getting your period cramps are the same um, pain as getting a heart attack. Oh, yeah. So we're all just walking around having pussy heart attacks. Oh, for sure. I feel that. Isn't like, that I'm wild? literally, like, I'm having, like, a surgery next mm-hmm. month because I have fucking endometriosis and polycystic ovaries. Oh no. So my shit's all fucked up. What kind of can I ask what kind of sure. surgery you're it's having? It's called a laparoscopy or a laparoscopy. I don't know how to fucking A lobotomy? Say it. Anyway, yeah, it's a lobotomy. <laughs> it's genuinely what I need actually. <laughs> I talked about that on my last podcast. I'm like, I could probably use a lobotomy. Um but yeah, so they basically fill your like um abdomen up with air. So then like your stomach's full of air and then they can go in and they cut away some of the endometrial uh tissue that's because like my endometriosis has like grown over because it's when endometriosis when you know what it is it's when it grow when sorry for everyone for all the dudes listening that Mm -hmm. cares so much about this we're gonna fill you in um so it's basically when the uterine lining grows outside of the uterus and it's sort of like encompasses all the other organs and it's kind of done that on mine Mm -hmm. it's like grown over my bladder and all kinds of weird shit Uh and then on top of that i developed this thing called um polycystic ovarian syndrome where Mm -hmm. my ovaries are full of ovarian cysts oh god and so i will get my period like once every two or three months Mm -hmm. and then when i do it's gnarly painful but in the meantime of not getting it this pcos causes all kinds of problems like i grow hair out of my chin Mm. i was having really bad like really bad skin and Mm -hmm. i had to go get that that so basically all these symptoms i was and then i had to get everything treated Thank God, finally mm-hmm. got everything treated, but I couldn't figure out for the longest time. I was like growing a full mustache. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is weird. This is like, strange. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I know I'm Italian, but like, mm-hmm. whoa, Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, so I had to get everything treated, and I kept treating the the stuff, like the skin. I went and had like a whole fucking regimen done. Mm-hmm. I had my mustache, you know, lasered, and I kept treating all the symptoms of what it was, mm-hmm. and then finally they were like, dude, you have this PCOS, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to take stuff for it and get mm-hmm. the surgery and hopefully figure How it out. How did you figure that out? They do a um, an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. So you go to your OBGYN, and it's very, very hard to di- diagnose. Yeah, that's what I'm at. Like, so yeah. when you went... Yeah. How did you know to go to, you went to a gynecologist? Yes? I went to a gynecologist. So how did you know to say to the gynecologist, were you like, my periods are really bad? Right. And then. And then I would only get. Did mis- you tell her that you were growing chin hair? And yes. Okay. Because I started Googling symptoms. Also, I was like um, bloating in my waist, mm-hmm. like really around my stomach. I was full on, like looked like I was like a couple months pregnant. Mm-hmm. My stomach was just sticking out really far. And I was like, that's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like my husband even was like, are you pregnant? Like he like thought I was pregnant uh-huh. cause I had like a little pooch and it wouldn't go away even like mm-hmm. in between periods. And then I started all the facial hair and the skin, my skin got so gnarly that like it like it, it was really bad and so i kept going to my dermatologist mm-hmm. and going to the laser places and everything and they're like dude something's causing this randomly mm-hmm. and so i went to my OBGYN finally and then she did the ultrasound and basically what happens when you have pcos is it you don't get your period all the time you mm-hmm. get it maybe once every couple months um and you'll have cysts all the time and i had several mm-hmm. cyst ruptures I've gone to like the emergency room because like they're so painful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had one. Like, no, I'm sure they're horrible. It's like literally they say worse than like giving birth. Damn. To a child. Yeah, it's like exploding. Uh-huh. And so, um, so then what they do is they do an ultrasound, and when they're looking at your ovary, when you have uh, PCOS, they call it a chain of pearls. And mm-hmm. so what happens is all the um, all your eggs will be like just along the bottom of the mm-hmm. ovary, put because they're pushed down by the cyst. So that's how they c- can tell. It's PCOS. Yeah, and then they see the the endometrial tissue mm-hmm. on the outside will look like spider webs. So she saw that and she was like, "Oh, girl, like, we Damn. Get, yeah, we gotta open I, it up." This is wonderful that you're talking about this because yeah. I'm sure there's like a woman out there who's like having symptoms like you yeah. and doesn't fucking know what's going on. Yeah, because like. Like you were treating the symptoms. Yeah, I was you treating were like, just the symptoms. These are things yeah. I don't want, and your body yeah. was like, "I'm doing it because something's wrong." Yeah, I feel like we all do that. Yeah, we all just treat yeah. symptoms. Symptoms. That's it. The same with my anxiety and stuff. Like I kept trying to figure out, like, what's the root of it? Yeah, you know, like therapy and all this other stuff. Like, why am I this? Like. This, I just you know? thought I was like, I guess I'm stupid. I yeah. I don't think the way other people think because I'm dumb. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, well, you're just the way you think is different. Right. You know, right. and then like medication helps and like black people are not, you know, keen on therapy or medication. No. Well, that's like everybody. My husband won't go to therapy. Really? Hell no. He's like, I don't need to talk, pay someone to talk to. If I want to talk to someone, I'll talk to you. And, and I'm like, like, oh, thanks. Well, I can handle it. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point. <laughs> exactly. If you want to stay married, talk to it's somebody hard. else about me. <laughs> it's you know? hard. It's hard. It's hard. It it's is hard. It's hard to yeah. be an okay person, and mm-hmm. it takes a lot of fucking work. Hey, I have therapy today at five p.m. Oh, and I'm very happy about that's it. That's nice. I have I've therapy tomorrow. A, I've been doing a lot of self work lately because I'm trying mm-hmm. to get to the bottom of it but sometimes there is no bottom sometimes it's like you're just who you are yeah too. that's what my therapist like the reason why I, I signed with her no the reason yeah. why I go to her is because <laughs> so agency <laughs> so I signed with this therapist so, <laughs> dead, dead. she was like uh, there's something wrong with you we're just gonna work on you accepting who you are and yeah. I was like accepting who I am I've spent my whole life trying to change who I right. am right so then I started seeing her and was like well this is who and then like I had a whole like moment with my body where I was like yeah you're fat and if you want to change it you fully can that's Mm -hmm. well within your means uh and I used to wear like cardigans in the summer and I was like why would I why am I doing that people know a fat arm whether it's in a cardigan or not and then I like stopped swimming because I like gained weight and then I was like why did I do that's stupid as fuck no one cares now I wear people care and people will say shit but like I don't care anymore I've gotten to a point where I'm like, if you want to say something to me, that means I'm very powerful. You stopped your day to yeah. say something, yeah. and I've never thought about you one time. What a treat for you. I cannot fucking believe that people will stop and say something. Oh, That's yeah. unbelievable. Oh, people are people are rude. Uh, people love to like... So uh, I started like posting bikini pictures on my Instagram, Good. and I hashtag them very fat, very brave, uh-huh. because the first one I posted, someone was like, oh, you're so brave. And I was like, brave? How wild. Because I'm a woman in a bikini. Like, yeah, a fat oh, woman in a bikini. God. And then uh, I use the hashtag because I'm like, you can call me fat. It like, doesn't hurt my feelings. Like, I know. Uh, but I just like want other women to be like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I feel like we spend so much time being like, I'm not okay. Like, you're not a person? Yeah. 
It's, That's so weird. We live to in me. a wild society. We really do because when I'm out, I don't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just think that's just maybe like who I am as a person. But I, th- mm-hmm. I thought everyone was like that, where you no. would just be like, "Oh, who cares?" Like, no one gives a shit. No, no people care all the time. Like, uh, let's see. If you ever like, okay, so like being a fat person, like on a plane, uh-huh. when you're sitting in the like economy, it, when you like sit down next to people, people will like audibly sigh. They're like, ugh. And you're like, I get it. I'm so like now if I hear someone sigh, I go, I get it. I'm very fat and you might touch me and I'm really sorry about that. So I'm just so sorry you're gonna have to deal with it. And then they go, oh, no, 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 that's not. And I was like, no, I heard the sigh. And I'm just so big. Oh, uh, wow. It's my favorite thing to do because it makes the, people, people feel bad. People are the worst. People are mean. Can we be honest? Yeah, people are, they're very bad. Most people are not nice. No, they're not. Like 90%. (laughs) But I'm trying so hard to like be nice and spread positivity. Yeah, same. Like me and my friend were like shit talking last night and he said something and I was like, you know what? I cannot respond anymore. (laughs) He was like, come on. I was like, no, we've done enough negative talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just this woman with braids down her, like to her butt. She's like, we can't talk badly anymore. Like I feel very hippy dippy with these braids. I love the braids. I'm fucking loving them. Thank you. Girl, you're killing it. Who fucking cares what anyone thinks? 10 hours. I was wondering that. Yeah, they took a long time. 10 fucking Mm -hmm. hours? How yeah. do you even do that? Did you take a nap halfway through? No, I watched all four Insidiouses. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan of the I Insidious just franchise. The, the girl that does it, <laughs> what is she like? Just well, we like watched movies and talked a lot, and she like was braiding, braiding, braiding. At like hour five or maybe seven, I like was squeezing her hands because your hands kind of go numb when you braid for that long. Uh, and I've done it myself. They just don't look this good. And I was like, you know what? They look bomb. Just pay someone to How do much your do they fucking last? hair. Uh, I'm going to make these last two months. Okay, good, good, good. And then what about, like, can't they have, like, more than one person working on you? Mm-hmm. Or is that not cool? No, okay. you can. But then you have to, like, split the money. Oh, uh, and they don't want to do that. They're yeah. like, I want all the money. Yeah. How much does something like that cost if you don't mind me I don't mind. Uh, it costs anywhere from, like, three fifty to, like, $1,000. Wow. I did not pay $1,000. I was going to say, but... Listen, 10 hours of work, 100 bucks an hour yeah. to be doing that does kind of make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot. Like, I've, and then, then I see girls on Instagram who change their shit like every mm-hmm. fucking Well, some week. of those are wigs. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So this, is, this isn't a wig. This is my yeah, hair braiding. that's your braided. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can get a wig that looks pretty similar to this. Really? I have one that looks Why pretty good. Why wouldn't you just do that? I wear wigs all the time, too, by the way. Because uh, the braided wigs are heavy. They are. So, and they then- Sometimes they come off and you just have to like really like get them stuck down and I don't I don't have it in me. And also it's hot. So oh, like, it's too hot. I usually wear wigs in the, the mm-hmm. summer. Now I'm not wearing wigs. It's too hot. It's too hot. And then you sweat. You sweat the 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 glue that yeah, you put down yeah. off. Oh, I'm not even good. I can't even do the glue. I just get the like wig cap that has the like grip. Mm-hmm. And then I just fucking I'm ghetto. I'm like I fucking <laughs> You uh, like there's this rip it. gel called Got to Be. Really? Yeah, and you just like put it over like on your skin, and then you like put like a hair dryer over it, and then it, like sticks. It sticks for like eight hours. It's pretty good. I should probably get that instead, because even with the grip, it does slide. Mm-hmm. A little bit, and everyone's like, oh, I see. During a show, I felt my wig sliding back, and I like touched it. I was like, "Oop, that's my hair." And ah. I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> Dead. Then I was like, uh, "Oh my god, my hair almost came off, and I don't need you to see the interior of the convertible. It's dirty. Ah. Uh, it's very filthy. Uh, yuck, yuck, yuck." It, my hair was so dirty <gasps> that day. Uh, I love it. But how great are wigs? Can we talk great. about I it? I love changing I, my hair. I love changing my hair, and I love not doing my hair. Same. The fact I that love you it. can just, girls, I fucking love it. Like people mm-hmm. like fucking say shit to me because I'm like, I always wear different colored wigs. Mm-hmm. Been lately, and uh, uh, aside from the heat, can't handle it. But but when I do, I'm like, fuck, it's so cool. You're like a different person. Uh-huh. You, know? you can look in the mirror and just be like, ooh, look at you today. And then when you have like depression, anxiety, and you don't mm-hmm. feel like doing your hair, yeah, and you're like, you great, just put on my hair hat. Uh, I did, so I pole dance. Thank you. Um, I love it. But uh, I did this like interview where we did it in a pole studio, and this woman was like teaching me a routine. Uh-huh. And then she was like, All right, hold the pole, and then like do a back bend. And I was like, Okay. And I did it. And then I did not secure my wig, and it fell right off. And oh, I was like, Well, God. that's the, if you wear a wig, yep, you gotta just, you gotta lock it in. And the pole dancing studio? Uh huh. Oh my God. I was like, You can use it because it was filmed. I was that's like, I don't care. That's it's the best, fine. though. That's funny. Have you ever pole danced? 
Uh, no, I'd suck at it. I bruise very easily, oh, so I'd I be bruise. like, oh, I'm bruised like I'm a peach. I'm okay right yeah. now. I'm I, co- usually covered in bruises. I so. used to have a bunch on my on my forearms. But I'm jealous of those girls that can do all those tricks. You can do it too. Really? Yeah. They're so athletic looking. I'm uh-huh. like, Ooh. It's hard. It looks hard. I can do very little. Yeah? But I really like it. Dude, fucking do pole dancing. I love do it. Do pole dancing comedy. You're up there. Well, I, I think the intro to my special might be doing like a pole dancing routine because I've been trying to climb. I can't climb very high. I can climb to like, to me, it looks like midway, like up the pole. But like truly, if you look at it, you're like, <laughs> you're a foot off the ground, Nicole. And I'm like, oh, but it feels like I'm in the air. My goal is to like be able to like climb to the top, drop in a split, and then like start my special, like dropped into a split. Uh, that's the goal. I don't oh, know wow, if that's, that's gonna amazing. happen. I can't climb it. I can't. My weak legs. You probably could. Really? Yeah. Oh. You'd be surprised. Like honestly, I like it because uh, you're strong in a different way, and yeah. I'm constantly surprised that I can do things. I Is that love a doorbell that. I, just I don't heard? know. I heard a doorbell too. It freaked me out. Okay, wait. I want to hear your story about because we were on the break and she told me that she had like a really bad hookup. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear that if you don't mind. Okay. Yes. So I was touring and I was in a bar uh-huh. and I was talking to this bartender and he was like, uh, "You're cute," and I was like, "Oh, thank you." And we were like really flirting, and he was like, "Let me let me give you my number." I said, "Okay." So uh-huh. he puts his number in my phone. And then he like texts himself from my phone. And then I was like, oh, okay. He's like really hitting on me. Ooh. And that doesn't, it happens, but it doesn't happen often where I'm like into the dude. Yeah. Usually it's just like. The guy that you don't want to talk to. Like, hey, yeah. you're pretty. He's, He's like, one tooth. hello. <laughs> I like you. Uh, so he was like, what hotel are you staying at? And I told him, he was like, I'm going to come. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'm coming right now. And I was like, oh, I got to pack. My like, room no, I'm is coming. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm coming before I come. <laughs> uh, my room is disgusting. So I'm like. The fastest I've ever moved, cleaning up and packing my stuff. And then he comes and he's still really cute. And he had like Ooh. a plate. <laughs> he's of, still really cute. You're like, you I know, just sometimes like- you're drunk and then you see them again in like a different light. And you're like, yuck, you look like Gollum. <gasps> but he wasn't Gollum. Oh he was God. super hot. And then he was holding like this like container of chicken. Not like fried chicken. Like, you're, like grilled offended. chicken. <laughs> but I was like, why do you have chicken? He goes protein i was like okay so then we like start making out it's great i'm like i love this this is wonderful and then i start sucking his dick this is like very explicit uh so i'm (laughs) sucking his dick and then like he gets like semi-hard i'm like great that's enough to start the fucking so then he's like on top of me and i was like i love being choked because i mean if i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna come yeah so he's like oh really and i was like yeah you can go nuts and i'll just tell you to stop if i'm not into it anymore and he was like, like or i'll die one or the other yeah or i'll die so then he like kind of goes soft and is just smashing his dick into the side of my thigh it's like a marshmallow into a parking meter you're just but like, also yeah. choking me oh so at one point i was like he's not inside and i looked at him and i was like but you're just killing me <laughs> And he goes, ah, oh, man, I'm really sorry. And I was like, yeah. And if you've never seen a man realize he's murdering you while you're both naked, you haven't lived because I realized I was just, I was like, he could kill me. And then he realized, yeah, I'm just killing her. <laughs> and his face just changed from like, like ecstasy to like horror and then he was like well just like turn over and I was like yeah I get it you don't want to look at my face anymore and I don't think I want to look at yours anymore so then he's like trying to like fuck me from behind and then he just goes nah man it's like a wet noodle down here and I was like oh no and I was like yeah I don't think it's gonna happen he's like yeah I don't think so either and then he like gets his container of chicken and is just like laying in my bed eating his chicken I was like you gotta go weird (laughs) you gotta get out of here he's like I don't want to cuddle and I was like no and in he hindsight, to cuddle you. maybe we could have cuddled and like tried again later. Yeah. But I was so like horrified. I, <laughs> you like almost got killed. Well, I, was like, well, I was like, I don't want to like wake up to him choking me again. I've already like set the terms that it's okay, and I don't want to like have to be like, okay, I'm rescinding it now. Yeah. If you stay here, you cannot just roll over and choke me. And I was like, I don't even know what that conversation is. So I was like, yeah, you just gotta go. And he was like, okay. And then I texted him the next day. I was like. If I'm ever in this city again, I'm going to try to fuck you again. He just said, I apologize for my performance, like, very quickly. And I was like, it's okay. And then I was like, well, I need to know his last name because I need to show his picture to my friend. Uh, (laughs) Because I need to put his picture online and tell everyone. (laughs) So I was like, what's your last name? And then he, like, told me. I didn't think he was going to. but he. And then we were going through his Instagram, and he's so sweet. He had, like, genuine 
like captions, it'd be like, it's me, my dad, and my sisters, and family time is truly the best type. And me and my friend were like, guffawing. We're like, I can't believe how nice he is. He seems like a really good he guy. He seems so nice. He probably would have been good for you. He Maybe. Like, he lost his bone and choking you because he, can't, <laughs> like, he didn't want to hurt you. He didn't want to hurt you. I'm serious. Uh, maybe. I don't know. If he ever hears this podcast. Uh, What's his name? Let's shout him out. I'm just kidding. No. I know we won't do that. Okay. But that's amazing. That's really. Yeah. S- that's actually sweet. It was, it Is was, this weird? That's sweet. Yeah. It's well, it's like a string of me trying to have sex and it just not happening. He's just a good guy. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to hurt her. Yeah. I think so. Like, and he was like, like kind of drunk. Oh, so, that yeah, whiskey, dick whiskey dick is dick never will do it. a good thing. No. Yeah, no, that's happened with my husband before, too. I was like, slap me. And he was like, <laughs> really? And like, he like totally lost his phone. Mm-hmm. He was like, not into it. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, sometimes people are like, not into people it. People think that like, some people are really kinky. Like, people mm-hmm. think my husband is like a total kinky guy. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, fucking, you know, he was in, he seemed like he was into all that shit. Yeah. And then when we first started dating, I got, I'm really kinky. And so mm-hmm. I pulled out all this weird shit. And he was like, what the What fuck? is your king? I'm just fucking into, like, I wear, like, the weird, like, I like the weird bondage shit. Yeah. And I pull out all the toys. Yes. And, like, I'm fucking weird. Like, I I always, I, sh- I said this before on my podcast, I started masturbating very young. Mm-hmm. I started masturbating when I was, like, five. Oh, wow. I would, like, hump a pillow or a stool mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So I've always been very sexual. I know I was never sexually abused because everyone always asked me that next. Mm-hmm. No, never had any sexual abuse. I'm just a horny person. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that can happen. Normal. Um... So I thought when I was dating my husband, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because I saw Cribs. I saw his Cribs. He had a fucking sex swing in his house. I Did thought it? that was, yes, girl, a Chinese sex swing. I was like. Did he use it? Or yeah. was it just for show? No, he fucking used it. Okay. But not on the show. But, you know, he told me he used uh-huh. it. So I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, like this guy's going to be fucking mm-hmm. like kinky as fuck. And so I show up fucking like full on fucking. I got like this like dominatrix outfit on with the boobs out and like the fucking like it's like slits and like crazy leather and straps and like fucking high heels my like high heels on all fucking crazy and mm-hmm. I got the paddles and the fucking toys and all this shit and he's like Dude, <laughs> chill. Like he was like, that's a like calm down. He was like, you know? uh, no thank you. He was like, I'm uh, good. just unsubscribe. I would just like, yeah. No thanks. I don't want it. No, no, no. <gasps> he looked horrified. <laughs> he was like, Can you just can we just have <laughs> Can we just have some regular sex? No, like, no, no. Beat like me. Like, <laughs> I know, right? I scared him, I think. I did I freak him out. That. But isn't that weird? Like, you think that people, you try to judge people by their covers, and that's mm-hmm. not the case no. all the time, you know? It's really weird. Yeah. I've also met, like, really innocent girls that love to be choked, so. Yeah. I think more yeah, women out there just trying to feel something. Trying to feel. We just want to feel. God. I feel too much. I don't want to feel as much. I'd rather be numb. Anyway. Nicole, I love you. Thanks I love for you. Being thank here. you. For You're so awesome. I just said thank you for being here. It is you know your what? It's actually like <laughs> when you get on a flight and the gate agent's like, "Have a good flight," and you're like, "You too," and then you're like, "No." You're like, oh, you're not fuck. going anywhere. Why am I me? Once I did that and I like doubled back and I was like, you're not going anywhere. And I said, have a good flight. And I don't want you to because you're not going anywhere. Um, I made a mistake and I'm sorry. And she was like, it's okay. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, you were just so weird. That right, was worse than just right. letting it go. Yeah, I know. I do that shit all the time too at the restaurant. Have a good meal. You too. You too. You're like, yeah, sure. I will. My break in seven <laughs> hours eating. when I get a break. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's your podcast. You have 17 of them. Yeah. What's why the, won't what's you the main one? The why won't you date me sounds friends. amazing. And best friends because she has friends that's really cool you know if you don't have friends you can listen to her podcast and mm. feel like you're part of their friendship mm-hmm. so make sure and make sure to go follow her on instagram it's nicole buyer uh-huh. on instagram that's n-i-c not n-i-k right n-i-c-o-l-e n-i-c-o-l-e y-e-r on instagram and on twitter and then my tour dates are on my website oh, which yes. is nicole buyer was because the the address Nicole Byer was taken. I so. love that. That's, That's so genius. <laughs> Look at her, guys. She's smart. She's talented. She's going places. She's already gone places. She's on Nailed It on Netflix. You already know that. But she's going beyond that. We're going to see lots of you in the future. Brittany. We already know Thank that. Thank you. We already know that. And I'm so grateful for you being here. Thank you so much for having me. It means a lot. And thanks for petting Nina, the wiener. She's great. She's a good girl. Okay, guys, make sure to like and subscribe um, to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash Brittany Furlan. I know you're listening to this either audibly or you're watching it right now. And thank you so much for all the support. I love it. I read all your comments, even the ones that hurt me. And What's the worst comment you've gotten? 
Oh, God. I just got one recently that was... Oh, I did Bobby Lee's podcast, Tiger mm-hmm. Belly, and someone commented, um, like, I wish I could stone her to death. <gasps> that was scary. That's not nice. I was like, ooh. Do you yeah. have to take it medieval? Like, can't we just do some... No, basic? no. I don't think anyone's ever said they wanted to stone me to death. It's awful. What's the worst one you got? I mean, a lot of them are like, she's not funny, she's fat. Oh, you're really um, funny, so that's not true. Uh, some people are like, I'm worried about her cholesterol, and I'm oh, like, but I, I think it's okay. But then I'm like, maybe I should get it checked out. I don't oh, know. No. I'm trying to think. What's the meanest one? There's, There's people are mean. Yeah, people are just really mean. Um, I get the always you should kill yourself. I get that a lot. That's like <laughs> the easy one. You should kill yourself. A lot of men will. They like to comment that I'm too loud. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Get some fucking earplugs, mm-hmm. dick, because this voice ain't changing. No, I'll yeah. be loud forever. Yeah, yeah. People say shit like that to me, too. They're like, yeah, shut up. No, you shut up. I'll say, yeah, I like, have a mic, and I'm yeah. going to use it. Yeah. Go, go do something that makes you happy as opposed to saying something nasty online to somebody. Guys, go leave Nicole some really nice comments, okay? She fucking deserves them. Hey, I love reading nice things. Go leave her some nice love and positivity. We're all just, listen, hey. We're all just trying our best out here, guys. We're mm-hmm. all just trying our best. Mm-hmm. We're trying our best. We get one life as far as we know, and we're trying to fucking do our thing. And don't hate on anybody doing their thing. Just focus on you, okay? No need to fucking shit on somebody if you don't like what they're doing. Make your life better, okay? Don't put that energy into somebody else. Use it on yourself. Oh, here's maybe my favorite comment I got. Oh, okay. This man DM'd me. I read my DMs because people will send me Same. nasty things Same. to hit on me yeah. for my podcast that I read. Love it. Uh, and this man was like, I fucking hate you. I think you're terrible. You're like a blemish on society. You say nothing good, and I hate you. Your voice is annoying. So I just wrote back. I was like, hey, I really hope you have a good day, and yeah. I hope you saying this to me made you feel better. And then he responded, hey, I was having a really bad day, and I really apologize for saying awful things to you. Keep making people laugh. Not me, of course. And that made me laugh <laughs> so hard that he doubled down to be like, no, I really don't <sighs> like you. <laughs> but maybe I shouldn't have phrased it that way because it was mean. But I need you to know that I hate you. Dude, and it made me fuck? laugh so hard. It's insane. Like, it's the world is fucking. These are what we're, this is what we're dealing with here, uh-huh. though. Like, it's like. You can't make everyone happy. No, everyone's not for everyone. You could no. just truly move on. I think the thing I hate about internet is like you get to anonymously be so mean to an actual person. I know. Because it's like they're act- like they act like there's no one behind yes. it. Like that they're like, "Oh, this won't this I'm just going to spit this out into the universe." Yeah. Like, "No, dude, there's a person." The person is there. reading it. A yeah. person is feeling seeing it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But I always try to say like if you say something mean, I hope it makes you feel better. Yeah, because really you know what? I really hope you got it out of your system. I'm like living my actual dreams. Yes. I'm like, I really like my life. You make money doing what you yeah. love to I do. I get to like, I get to be silly on stage for an hour in like different parts of the country and meet fun people. And if you saying a nasty message to me makes you feel better, then like, I kind of did my job yeah. with you. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Like honestly, I say haters are always just fans in disguise because mm-hmm. they're the ones that pay the most attention. They really to you. do. Like I, I get like maybe like between twenty to thirty thousand likes per Instagram photo, mm-hmm. but views when I post a video mm-hmm. or anything like that, and like my engagement, like on the my stats on Instagram, mm-hmm. my posts get over a million views Dang. per post. So I got a lot of people that look. Mm-hmm. But don't say anything. Oh, and I'm like, okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, but my insights are fucking crazy. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's crazy to see how many people are just, they just watch you because they hate you. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, thanks for watching. <laughs> I have a question. I know we have yeah. to go. No, it's fine. So when Vine went away, did all mm-hmm. of your Vines go away? No, there's like, the app is still there, but it's like, stagnant it's like oh, basically so you like you can just upload. watch it you it's can't like upload a, yeah 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 archive. Yeah, okay. yeah 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 and i don't even know if they might have gotten rid of that it was called vine tv or vine video oh. or some shit like that and you could go watch all the videos but then a ton of them are on uh you know youtube and stuff mm. too Okay. But like it's kind of crazy because I had 10 million followers on yeah. there, and then I have 2.6 now just on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it's like a big difference. Like it's yeah. Well, crazy. that's what I mean. Like that yeah. sucks. Yeah, it was a big. It was a big. It was that a big decline. Really? Sucks. Yeah, it was bad. I also didn't do a very good job of like when it was all ending, getting on there and being like, "Go follow me on Instagram." Uh, like everybody on, because I hate begging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel lame. Mm-hmm. But everybody on Vine, like Amanda, Cerny, and Logan Paul, and King Batch, and everybody. They went on their vine and were mm-hmm. like, hey, guys, this shit's a fucking rap. Come mm-hmm. follow me on Instagram. Ah. And so a bunch of people went and did that. 
But I was just like, I'm not going to do that. Mm. I feel weird. Like, you it know? is weird being like, excuse follow me, please, me. follow me. Yeah. But that's how you. But that's how you do it. That's how you get people to come to your shows Shamelessly. And shit. Yeah. You got to ask people gotta, like, like, hey, check plugging. out my stuff. Yeah. Now I just plug the shit out of my podcast shamelessly all the time now because mm-hmm. I learned the hard way. I'm like, I listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, are you bored? Are you driving to work? You need someone yeah, to listen, listen to? Listen. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. Anyway, guys, make sure you subscribe to Nicole's podcast. And thank you again for listening to this podcast and all your amazing reviews and comments and the shitty ones too. We love all of you. And uh, have a great day. Have a positive day. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.